Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, so glad to be back with you again today on our Victory Church weekly podcasts. So glad to be with you. Uh, let me encourage you again, if, you've, if this is your first time, welcome to our podcasts. And if you've been listening for a while, um, feel free, or if you're new or have been listening for a while, feel free to make contact with me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. We'd love to hear from you. Any comments? Uh, that you have, any questions you have about any of our content. Get right into this. I've been talking about uh, healing for a number of weeks now. And let me just say this is a subject that's very very close to my heart. And again, let me say I was raised uh, in a a, a Southern Baptist church and uh, uh, went all my life until I was 18 years of age and really came to Jesus and uh, rededicated my life to Him, got filled with the Holy Spirit. That's when I really got turned on to the Word of God and began to understand the principles of faith and the principles of, of walking with God through His Word. So, um, And since then, the subject of healing has been just really, really interesting to me. Um, I've shared some of these things, but, you know, the formative years of my life as an early teen, 12, 13 years old, um, I was told I was not going to live a long time. Somebody read my palm, of all things, in a Methodist church, and it put such fear of, of illness on me that, uh, wow, um, I battled that mentally uh, for a number of years during my teens. Then when I came to Jesus, that fear had such a grip of me, fear of sickness, fear of disease, fear of debility, um, that it's one of the first fears that God released me from when I came to Jesus. And then when I got into the Word of God and found out that healing was part of our salvation package from the Lord Jesus, boy, I mean, I grabbed that like a dog grabs a bone. And, and all these years later, I've been walking with Jesus this year, 47 years, and uh, have walked in what I called uh, the divine health for all these years. And uh, the enemies tried to attack just like anybody else. But, you know, if you understand the principles of God's Word, the Word of God will work in your life, and, and God will minister to you. Jesus will minister to you. And so we're talking about the subject of healing because it's an important subject. Uh, you'll hear me say this dozens and dozens of more times. There will never be a time in your life. Say it with me. There'll never be a time in my life that I don't need faith for healing either for myself or for someone else. That's the reason we need to hear these things, keep our faith built up. Romans 10, 17, the Apostle Paul, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Faith is built with knowledge. Uh, Faith comes alongside of knowledge. The more knowledge you have, the more potential for faith that you have. Now, you can have a head full of knowledge, but how I many know if you don't put it into practice, it's not going to work. So, you know, James, the practical half-brother of Jesus, James 1, 22, be, be doers of the word, not just hearers only, deluding yourselves. We can be self-deceived and deluded. If all you do is listen to me or someone else, but don't put into practice what we hear, that's not going to benefit us. So the potential for faith is there when you hear the word. So uh, let me go over, cover some ground here again. We have talked about uh, in the past podcasts on the subject of healing. We've talked about the fact that uh, healing comes um, two ways. 
healing comes through gifts of the Spirit. There is a gift of the Spirit called the gifts of healings, plural. There are different, different gifts for different kinds of healings of different kinds of sicknesses and diseases. And we talked about that in detail. The gift of faith often goes right along with the gifts of healings, the gift of working of miracle. Miracles sometimes goes along with the gifts of healings. Those are found in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. There's no guarantee that you're going to get healed by a gift of the Spirit because God initiates spiritual gifts by the Holy Spirit. Uh, but you know what? You can always receive healing by faith in the finished work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. So um, God doesn't initiate that kind of faith. We do. That is, we can take our faith that comes from the Word of God act on God's word, and receive our healing by faith. So we uh, also took a, a time and talked about three reasons Christians are sick, even though healing is promised to them. The first reason is lack of knowledge. That is, they don't know that healing is available, which was my life for the first 18 years, even, uh, even while I attended a church. I didn't know because nobody taught it. Number two, second reason Christians are sick, weak faith. That is... You know, the, the uh, degree of challenge that you have with the illness is greater than the faith in your heart to stand against it. So uh, we talked about that, and we'll talk about that some more. The third reason the Christians are sick, disobedience. That is, you, you can't walk in, you can't have God's best in you unless you're willing to walk in the light that God's revealed to you and walk in His will for your life. Again, if you be willing and obedient, you eat the good of the land if you refuse and rebel You'll be devoured by the sword, Isaiah 1, 19 and 20. So again, uh, obedience is important in, in walking in health. Um, the next part of this subject we talked about was we, we listed seven reasons that you can know that healing is always the will of God. All of this is available on previous podcasts. You can look through the list and find those. If you haven't listened, go back and listen. I think you'll find it quite informative. Um, the next part on this topic that we covered was the healing covenant that, G, that um, God enacted uh, with the children of Israel um, and with Moses right after Israelites came through uh, the Red Sea and were delivered from 400 years of Egyptian bondage. First covenant God made with them was the covenant of healing. And in Exodus 15, 26, he revealed himself as the Lord. I am the Lord who heals you, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our physician. We talked about that in detail. And then we just finished with the next part, which we found that healing is actually found in the atonement of Christ. We looked in detail at Isaiah 53 and Leviticus 16. Leviticus 16 discusses the day of atonement. And it talks about uh, the, the goats that were offered on behalf of the Israelites before God and the blood of an animal atoned or covered the sins of the Israelites. Then a scapegoat was let go in the wilderness on that same day and the sins of the Israelites were confessed over the head of that goat. And Isaiah 53 is so revelatory because through the prophet Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 53, which is which is the, a messianic psalm. It's all about the Lord Jesus, a messianic text, I should say. It's all about the Lord Jesus and what he did. All, every verse of Isaiah 53, the great redemptive chapter. And it, uh, it parallels the forgiveness of sin, uh, the remission of sin, and the healing of disease coming with one sacrifice. And it looks back with the words, surely he has borne, the word born, 
our sicknesses and carried our pains. Those are the same words used for that scapegoat that took the sins of Israel. And we talked about that in detail. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. So we have established that healing is in the atonement of Christ very clearly. Um, today, I'm going to change the subject and talk about uh, healing a different way. From here on, we're going to talk about practical ways to receive healing. The first thing I want to mention beginning today, you, you, how to receive healing by faith in God's Word. So this is something we must know. Anything received from God must be received by this vehicle called faith, okay? And and uh, God doesn't... Uh, God doesn't necessarily respond to sentimentality he's he i know he's touched jesus is touched with a feeling of our infirmities but for god to be able to minister life to us uh that life comes through the vehicle uh, uh, uh that is called faith uh, salvation is received by faith for instance ephesians 2 8 and 9 for by grace have you been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So even faith, I mean, even salvation is received by grace through faith. The vehicle that salvation comes to us is the vehicle of our personal faith in God's word. The baptism with the Holy Spirit is received by faith. Galatians 3, 2, Paul said, this only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit? by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Again, we receive the Spirit, the baptism with the Holy Spirit, by hearing the Word of God about the baptism with the Holy Spirit from Acts chapter 2 and Acts chapter 8 and Acts chapter 10 and Acts chapter 19. When you find out the baptism with the Holy Spirit is available, it boosts your faith to receive. I didn't receive, for instance, the baptism with the Holy Spirit prior to... Try to, prior to my almost 18, 18th year of life because I never heard about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. My mother received this experience in 1975 in a Baptist ladies' prayer meeting the next year because I heard about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Faith came to receive it. I received it. I've been walking in the light of that all these years now. Answered prayer is received by faith. God doesn't, God doesn't respond to the tear and the cry. He hears it. He sees it. He puts our tears in a bottle. But God responds to the prayer that is prayed in faith. James 1, 6 and 7, New Living Translation. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering, King James says. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. That is, if they waver like the sea, the waves of the sea, or they're blown and tossed by a wind. He's saying, if you waver, you're not on ground to receive. Let him ask in faith when you pray. So again, answered prayer is received by faith. So, so uh, God is pleased when we decide to believe. Hebrews eleven six 6, it's impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must do two things. Number one, believe that God exists, and two, and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It's impossible 
to please God by, without faith. So if it's impossible to please God without faith, and I want to act in faith because obviously as his child, I want to please God, right? And so do you. Uh, Smith Wigglesworth, I love this quote from him from his book, Ever Increasing Faith. Smith Wigglesworth said, who was an English evangelist, died in the 40s, a wonderful man of God, uh, known well for miracles of healing. Smith Wigglesworth said, there's something about believing God that will cause God to pass over a million people just to get to you. Now, you know, that's a big statement. When I, I've, I've, I've quoted that so many times since I've been in ministry and read that in the 80s. Um, you think about, I, you know, when I see that, I see a big feel. You know, like you see some of these big rallies that maybe politicians or others have, or maybe you've seen, uh, maybe you've seen evangelistic crusades um, uh, in Africa, and uh, there were large, large numbers of, uh, of people like Reinhardt Bonnke would have, you know, maybe a, a hundreds of thousands, maybe I don't know if he ever had a million in one minute, but hundreds of thousands. I see, I see all those people, all those heads, all those people. And then I look and you look at one person in that crowd. Now that's faith. It's something about believing God. Wow. That will cause God to pass over a million people just to get to you. Now listen, I've had 47 years of experience with walking by faith. And I can tell you, it, the odds are stacked against you. It looks like it'll never work. It's not working in this person's life, that person's life. When you cut all that away and you look solely at the Word of God and you believe God, I'm telling you, I've had God come through in some really crazy situations, and it is and faith is what made it happen. Listen to some of these excerpts from Scripture. Um, again, faith makes the impossible possible, and faith causes God to respond to you and your prayer and your desire. Listen to Mark 9, 17 through 23. This is New King James. Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought your son, you my son who has a mute spirit, and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid, so his son's having seizures. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. Uh, verse 19, he, Jesus, answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Verse 20, Mark 9, then they brought him to him. And when Jesus, when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him. The moment he saw the child, the child had a seizure, immediately fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming, at the mouth. So Jesus looked at the father, verse 21, asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he, the father, answered and said, from childhood. And often he has, it, uh, he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Then Jesus said to him, if you can believe, I love this, all things are possible to him who believes. See, faith makes the impossible possible. If you, I mean, so that pastor, that that parent said, "Well, Lord, if you can do anything to help us." See, he was responding to Jesus, seeing if Jesus was willing to do it. He put all the really, he was trying to put the responsibility back on the Lord. How many times have 
have you or maybe you've seen somebody else um, you know you want God to do something so it's like it's like the way it's phrased you put all the responsibility on God to answer the prayer and to come through but see God turns that around Jesus turned this around on the parents they tried to put all the responsibility on him he but he said you know what wait 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 um, they the pa parents said if you can do anything uh, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus turned it right around. If you can believe, see, all things are possible to him who believes. So can you believe? That's the question. You know what? You can. God's given you the ability to believe him. He's given you the faith to believe him. We often want God to do it all, but he wants us to cooperate with him. Matthew 19, 26 says this, with God, all things are possible. So, you know, I take that at face value. So when Jesus said, with God, all things are possible, is it possible for my circumstance to change? Yes. Is it possible for God to answer this prayer? Yes. Is it possible for this financial issue to come through uh, and for the problem to be met financially? Yes. Is it possible for this current thing that I'm dealing with to be solved in a positive, favorable way? Yes. Is it possible for God to protect me in this particular crisis? Yes. Is it possible for my body to be healed of this ailment that I've had for, for umpteen days, weeks, months, or even years? The answer is yes, because Jesus said, with God, all things are possible. So again, the main point I'm making today is that healing is received by faith. Listen to Matthew 8, uh, 13. Here's, a, here's a, a, a guy who was in the military. He had one of his, um, one of his soldiers was, was sick and he appealed to Jesus uh, for healing. And he just simply said, go speak the word only and my servant my will be healed. And it was such great faith, Jesus was astounded. And then Matthew 8, 13, Jesus said to this military leader, this centurion, go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And the man's servant was healed in that same hour. Jesus never had to touch him. Jesus never even saw him. Faith works even at a distance, because all things are possible to him who believes. And there's something about believing God that will cause God to pass over a million people just to get to you. That's awesome. Matthew 9, 27, here it is again. Jesus, 9, 27 through 31, Matthew. When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him crying out, and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he, Jesus, had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I'm able to do this? And they said, Oh, yes, Lord. And then verse 29, Matthew 9, Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. He didn't say, if you can get 10,000 people praying or 1,000 people praying or 500 people praying or 100 people praying or 50 people praying, then I'll do it. He said, according to your faith, let it be to you. It's what you believe that opens up your person to receive from God. And he said, verse 30, and their eyes were opened. And Jesus sternly warned them, saying, see that no one knows it. But they were so excited, they departed. They spread the news about him in all that country. See, according to your faith, 
let it be to you. So I see that makes me ask the question for myself. What can I believe? What can you believe? Mark 5, here's a lady who had a menstrual cycle that would not stop for 12 years. She had been to doctors and got no better. She heard that Jesus was in town and she just knew, if I can only touch uh, his clothes, I will be made well. And she crawled through a crowd defying mo- uh, Mosaic law and got on her hands and knees, walked, crawled through a crowd, touched the hem of Jesus' robe, which stood for the word of God, and healing power went out of Jesus into her body, and she felt in her body she was healed of the plague. And that moment, Jesus said, I perceive that virtue, power, has gone out of me. And he said, who touched me? And the disciples said, Master, there's thousands of hundreds of thousands, perhaps, people around us, and they're just closing in on us, touching us on all sides. And you say, who touched me? But see, Jesus recognizes the touch of faith. And when you reach out and touch him in faith, see, God seems as though God will pass over a million people just to get to you. When you touch him in faith, it, 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 it brings a response from the Lord. Jesus said to this lady, daughter, he didn't say, I made you well. He said, daughter, your faith has made you well. See, she had faith because she said, if I can just touch his robe, I will be whole. She acted on what she believed. When she touched him, the power came out of Jesus for healing into her body. She was healed. And Jesus said, go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Daughter, again, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. See, so see all of these together. What can you hear? What what do you see from this? As we conclude today, you can always receive healing by faith, faith in God's word. The first thing we need to ask ourselves is this. What can I believe? There are levels to faith. We'll get into this more. The more we talk about it, go into more detail. What can you believe right now? See? And see, the more words you, you, you ingest, the more you meditate on the Word, hear things like this podcast and read books on healing and faith and such. See, the more your faith is, is buoyed up to receive from the Lord. The more knowledge you have, the more potential faith you have, but then you've got to be willing to act on it. So, so what can you believe? That's the question. Can you believe that if you take medicine, you'll be healed? That's a level of faith. Can you believe if you have surgery, you'll be healed? That's a level of faith. Uh, Can you believe without medication, without anything, just by simple faith, you'll be healed? See, can you believe that? See, it takes a higher level of faith. All of those are levels of faith, whether whether it's faith in God along with taking medication or faith in God that you'll get through the surgery successfully successfully or or see the higher faith is can you believe with no medicine well if you've never done that start with something really small like a hangnail i know right or or a wart or or some skin abrasion or whatever something that's not life-threatening a headache and believe god without anything and start small see what happens when you start small you begin to slowly develop 
your faith. Again, highest level would be just believing what God's Word says with no medical assistance whatsoever. I, I would say there's not a lot of people able to do that because they haven't developed their faith. To do that, you've got to start on the lower level of faith and begin to develop your faith. So again, there are different levels to our faith. And if we try to believe beyond our faith, we struggle. So, you know, I, I have all kinds of things I share about how God has healed me over the years with various things. Well, well, I want you to be where I am, but you got to start where I was. I started with, I started with a cold. I started with the flu. I started with believing God to heal a wart on my finger, etc. I started with things that were not life-threatening. And, uh, you know, uh, otherwise I would have been spiritually lifting too much weight and I wouldn't have been able to stay the ground and stand my ground uh, the time it took for the healing to come into manifestation. See, once you pray, there's always a time period between the time that you ask the Lord for something and the time it manifests. And what you do in the in-between determines whether or not you receive from the Lord. So we got a lot to say about this subject, but uh, faith is the vehicle that receives the healing power of God. Listen, this is new to you. Go back and listen to this podcast again. If you haven't listened to the podcast prior to this one, they're building one upon another. And uh, faith comes by hearing the word of God. And I want to pour it into you. I want to pour the healing power of God into your life so you can walk in divine health. It is the will of God that you be healed of your sicknesses and illnesses and diseases, and that you walk in divine health. To do that, you have got to go after it with everything inside you. And as we get into these podcasts, we'll be talking about this along and along. I hope God grants you a great day today, and we'll talk to you next time. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe or leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.